Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for having me back. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving uh, uh, last week, and we're getting into the winter holidays. And what a better time to talk about my behind-the-scenes look at how I created a seven-figure income selling options. It's actually up to eight-figure. We haven't updated the um, slide set, but just over three years ago, it moved into the eight-figure um, component. And that's because I take a lot of the returns that I make uh, because my family and I only need so much uh, income every month. So we can actually start taking all the extra and parlaying it back into the main investment. Anyway, somebody, I have a story. Somebody put in the, the, the chat about AJ Brown. You know, back in the day, it was me and there was a construction uh, guy named AJ Brown who actually had ajbrown.com. And uh, he would always, back in the day when it was much easier to rank on Google, you just had to have your name in the URL and Google would put you at the top. He was always at the top. And I was like, Ugh. and then this high school footballer came on the scene and then he went into college and now he's in Pro Bowl. And gosh, that guy, I mean, I'm on like page three now because that guy, he's just got listing after listing of all the amazing things he's done. And he's a very good player. So kudos to him. Um, anyway, back to what I'm doing. I think you guys can see my screen. A behind the scenes look. Let's get right into it. Now, um, bah, bah, bah. I got a couple of facts to throw your way, right? There's a lot of uncertainty right now. You guys know that we've, you know, we were on this downtrend and then all of a sudden we popped up on a quick move up and now we seem to be exhausted as we approach some really heavy overhead resistance. I'm talking about the S&P 500 right now. So there's a lot of uncertainty going on. Uh, I just heard an interview with the Chicago Fed president and he's just as confused as the rest of us. But the truth is, is, if you know what's going on in the markets and you play it right, that's going to set you up for months, if not years to come. Money, you know, despite what the talking heads say when there's like a sell-off, they're like trillions of dollars were erased in the markets today. That's not ever true, right? Because money's not created or destroyed in the markets. Money simply changes hands. That's what the markets are all about. And so the key is realizing how it's moving and making sure you're on the correct side of that equation. So before I get started, I always like to take uh, a little bit of census of the crowd. Could you uh, answer the following question just in the chat area? Would you be somebody who likes to learn how to invest for low risk, high return, basically be somebody who learns how to fish and then be self-reliant, be on your own? Or are you somebody who likes to invest with seasoned investors reviewing what you're doing before you actually make the transactions, before you place the trades, before you get into different positions, learn how to fish, but have expert fishermen looking over your shoulder. Or are you somebody who just likes to follow what seasoned investors are doing in their portfolio? In other words, <laughs> fish alongside expert fishermen and do what they do. Or is it something else? Could you just let me know? All right, a lot of people are saying that they are people who like to fish. I got a couple of people who are saying that they like to follow a long seasoned event. Okay, I've got a little smattering of all of these options. Uh, so I'll try to tailor today's presentation uh, for all of you. Okay, 
So I always start out, I know you've probably seen this a million times, but I'm going to just humor me here. Um, $50,000, if I just gave you cash right now, would you take that? Or how about that penny that doubles every day for a month? Now, remember, if you take the $50,000 cash, that's great, free and clear, right? The penny that doubles every month, there's effort that has to go in. There's strategy, there's understanding you know, how to make it double. So realize that there's that component if you choose the penny. So let's go through, we'll go through the first week. So what, let's say that there's about four weeks in a month. So if we go through the fourth week, 64 cents to our name, we've put a lot of effort, right? And we're about a fourth of the way through the month and we got 64 cents, but let's keep going. So day 10, that's about a third of the way through the month. And we've got a grand total of $5.12. Some of us are starting to question because we know how much effort has to go in every day, how much focus, how much staying consistent has to go in every day that, gosh, that's a lot of, of our energy and, and intent. And we're only at $5.12. But let's keep going. Let's keep going. All right. Here we are at two weeks, about halfway through. The, in fact, halfway would be about day 15, right? All right. Wow. Nowhere near that $50,000 and we're halfway done with this time period. Okay. Now we're coming up. All right. Things are looking good. We're into three weeks. We're pretty much three-fourths of the way done with the month. We're at $10,485. Things are looking up here and it turns out Exactly right. Day 24, we finally surpassed that $50,000. Um, and then from there on, it grows pretty big. But I want to make sure you're paying attention to the fact that you had to stay consistent, right? One of the things I've noticed from a lot of investors um, is that they have shiny object syndrome, right? They are consistent for a short amount of time, and then they get distracted by something else, especially there's a lot of us gurus out there. And I don't say that I'm one of them, but they hire, right? They have enough uh, income or they, they, they hire good copywriters, right? Marketing, and they get you excited about something else. And then you move on, right? Binary options, right? Commodities, Forex, da, 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 da. And the truth is, is if you pick something that fits with your lifestyle and not with your future lifestyle, but with your lifestyle now and just stay consistent, it winds up working for you. But realize that the first like half of your time, just like we showed here, it, it by, by the time we were halfway through the month, we were questioning whether we were on the right track or not. So you have to stay consistent. If you do, Gosh, by the end of the month, you could have over $20 million. Now, this is kind of a, um, you know, uh, an example of compound interest. And I'm not sure if Albert Einstein actually said that, but it, it, people always attribute it to him. And they say it's the most powerful force in the universe, this compound interest. I want to show you this chart. I'm going to come back to this chart, but I kind of want you to take a look at this thing. Uh, I, I'm going to see if I can draw on it. I want you to notice a couple of things. First of all, I want you to notice kind of this break-even line. So this is the zero line, right? Negative 20 is down here, 30 is up here. And so the key thing is, is that this lower, this thing that's called range low, this gray line crosses that zero line pretty early on. The range high stays above that zero line the whole time. 
and it goes up exponentially, not linearly, right? So I, I kind of want you, I want to tattoo this chart into your mind. I'm going to come back and show you the trade uh, that that's associated with this chart, but I kind of want you to look at some of the details and just remember it as I go on with my presentation. All right. So I'm not going to even say that you can double your money every day. I mean, every once in a while, you can have a really nice winner of a trade, but it's not something that I've ever been able to be consistent on. But I reversed engineered. And if you earn, and you might want to write this down on a piece of paper, if you earn 6% on your portfolio every month, then your investments are going to more than double every year. Now, that's more attainable, right? Focus on this 6% number. That means if you've got a grand in an account, which is kind of a common starting area with a lot of my uh, folks, somewhere between a grand and five grand, maybe 10 grand, somewhere in that range is where a lot of my program participants are starting. You have $1,000 by the end of 12 months, it's just about doubled. And then after two years, it's around $4,050. At five years, you've got $33,000. And at 10 years, you're a bona fide millionaire, right? What I like even better is that if you can grow your portfolio to about 100 grand, then you're focusing on generating a little bit more than 100 grand every year. And take that into consideration with what a salaried worker makes here in the States, right? A salaried worker here in the States, on average, working about a 60 hour a week job, because everybody knows that if you're on salary, you're not working no 40 hour per week job, $87,000. Now I know if you're on the left coast or the right coast that you're probably making a lot more than that. But on average in the United States, that's the salaried annual income is 87,000. So you're making more than that using your money. So that's really nice. So what are we investing in? What am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about selling Theta Decay Optimized Option Premium. Now, that's a lot of word salad. Let's break that down. Basically, I'm profiting on time passing by. Now, again, everybody's got a strategy that they're attracted to and that works with their lifestyle. This has always worked for mine, and I'll tell you why. It's because I'm not able to be a day trader, right? I'm not able to be watching the markets throughout the day. In fact, what I am is an end of day trader. And I like the flexibility that options give me because options can make money in all sorts of different ways, not just directionally on price action, right? So this has always, uh, you know, really attracted me to these types of strategies and it fits my lifestyle. I early on was really honest with myself and knew that, you know, the last thing I wanted to do when I left my full-time job in 2005 to just professionally manage my portfolio for the rest of my life, when I left that job, the last thing I wanted to do was then create another job for myself. I rather have these things where I do a couple of end-of-day trades a month and my portfolio just grows. So that's my outlook. Remember, whatever strategy you pursue, whether you're excited about commodities, whether you are into things like crypto or binary options or whatever it is that you focus on, my, my suggestion to you is that you just stick with it and make sure it, it matches your lifestyle. I've had a whole bunch of folks who came to me early on when I started my company back in 2006, 2007, and they came to me to become full-time options trader, right? 
And so I taught them all the different strategies, butterfly options, uh, you know, iron condor strategies, everything you can imagine, a whole bunch of different volatility based strategies like calendars and things like that. And I followed up with them years later, like four or five years later and found out, hey, they weren't using many of the strategies that I taught them. And I asked them why. I said, you guys were really good students. How come? And they're like, well, it turns out that we're not full-time option traders. We thought we were. We thought we wanted to be. But when it came down to the brass tacks, that's not our life. We rather do things that allow us to have more free time during the day. We don't want to be pinned in front of the computer. So just something for you to mull around, right? All right. So let me quiz you here. You can type these things into um, the chat here. This is, and I promise you, my quizzes are going to get exponentially harder throughout my presentation. So if you're already like, oh, I'm so bored, stay tuned. I bet you I'm going to start challenging you soon. But this is something I said a little bit earlier. What minimum returns must you make monthly on your portfolio to more than double your money annually? What's your focus? Is it half a percent? One and a half percent, five percent, six percent, or ten percent. Please type that into the chat. Let's see if you are paying attention. Nice, nice. Everybody seems to be getting uh one person got the wrong answer. That's okay. Cause the beautiful part about getting the wrong answer is I'm gonna give you the right answer and you can just put that in your notes. No harm, no foul, right? The answer is six percent. That's what I said. All right. Now I've been talking about options, and there is this sentiment that options are very risky, right? Well, here's the here's my argument, right? First of all, if you're trading the commodities, even foreign exchange currencies, stocks, ETFs, indexes, you're pretty much just using one strategy, right? Going long. You're hoping to buy low and sell when the price is high. Sometimes if you're a little bit elegant, you know how to short things, right? You know how to borrow from your broker, sell high and then buy to close low. So you know how two strategies, how to make money when prices are going up, how to make money when prices is going down. But when you start to delve into these derivatives, these options, options have all these other influences into their price, and you can start to make money when things go sideways. In fact, you can make money on the wasting asset component of an option or that time goes by. That's called theta decay. You can make my money on time passing by. And Options also have a component of implied volatility. So you can make money on whether there's fear or confidence in the markets, right? So it turns out if you talk to the mathematicians who can really wrap their head, they're like, there's 27 different ways on different patterns instead of just one or two different ways to profit using options. That's what really attracted me because I'd like to be able to look at the markets, identify the pattern that I'm seeing, whether it be in price or whether it be in volatility or whether it be in time passing by or any of the other type of uh, variables that can influence an option price, really identify that pattern, right? And then once I've identified the pattern, simply go into my tool chest of option trades and match the right one so that no matter what I'm seeing, I can make money off of it. So in my mind, with all of that flexibility, it's the opposite of risky. In fact, that's why options were created, weren't they? To let big money traders hedge themselves against risk. Now, a lot of you are saying, okay, okay, I need you to break it down and really tell me what this whole option thing is. All right. It's a financial instrument. It's called a derivative, right? 
They're typically bought and sold to hedge risk. That's usually against people who buy long on stocks, indexes, ETFs. But how we use them is we sell their premium to generate income, right? Before I go any further, I've got four slides here that kind of introduce me. Now, let me ask you guys, do you guys already know who I am? I have presented at the Synergy Trader event a few times, so I can bypass these slides. But I do like folks to get an idea of my history if you don't know who I am. So will you type in whether just a yes or a no? Do you know who I am? Because if so, we'll save some time. One person said, please bypass. But the rest of you are saying, no, 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 I don't know who you are. So go get yourself for the person who's like, please bypass. This is the time to go take a pee-pee break, right? Or go get yourself some uh, uh, a little drink since it's been, what am I, pre presenter number seven? So... All right, so I'll give you just the, the quick overview, right? First of all, you can find me, of course, on all the socials, right? You can also go and check out the articles that I've written, the white papers that I've written. Uh, you can get a hold of us just by going to tt4.me at contact us. That's my phone number. You can call us right here, 970-266-8146. And by the way, if you do go, especially like to YouTube or one of those places, Facebook or any of those places where podcasts are, do me a solid and give me a like and a subscribe. I'm always trying to raise those numbers. I founded this company called Trading Trainer. They call me the world's most disciplined options trader. I actually think behind my back, they call me the laziest options trader. I like to think that I've been, uh, that that I'm actually the most efficient options trader. And that's because I like to make returns with the least amount of effort, right? And the least amount of white knuckling it, like thinking, did I do the right thing or not? And the least amount of uh, risk, always getting the most I can in reward, right? I've been doing this since 1997. I started Trading Trainer in 2002. You probably see on a lot of the successful option traders my ebook that I wrote in 2005 or on their uh, shelf. I was at somebody's house the other day and I looked and I saw one of my home study courses that uh, we published in 2008. So you might see that around. But when it comes down to it, I am a learner like a lot of you. In fact, I'm, I, I, when I went to college in the early 90s, I got a degree in mechanical engineering with a focus on automatic controls, which is the marrying of electrical and mechanical engineering. And to be honest, I never used any of them. I graduated college and I wound up going into the marketing departments of some big companies. I do have a strong background in commercial business and investing. And in my 30s, so about 15 years ago, I really got into this thing called accelerated learning methods. It's a way to teach, to convey information, especially to people who are like old, like I just turned 50 this year. And so people who are older like me, whose brains aren't as plastic, right? So I've been really becoming a good teacher over the last 15 years with these accelerated learning methods. So that's kind of a, a little bias. When I first started out, I lost big, right? First of all, in 1997, I started by spending $27,000 on seminars. And back then, I mean, there was some WebEx floating around, but mostly you went to a hotel on a Saturday. You spent half a day there. At the end of the half day, they showed you a couple of bells and whistles, and you wound up sh shucking out a whole bunch of money, coming back for the whole day Sunday. 
And then next thing you know, you're shucking even more money out and you're flying somewhere for a three or four day event. And I did a bunch of those, $27,000 worth. But that was nothing compared to trying to follow the trading strategies I learned and giving $85,000 back. Now, that was more than my undergrad and graduate degrees cost. But thankfully, back in that those days, I was single. I had a pretty good job in marketing. And uh, I was sharing a house with a bunch of guys. And so uh, my expenses were low. It was okay. And I, I figure, you know, this was just another uh, expense on education, right? Now, here's what I learned, right? Because it actually, and I don't, I don't suggest this to any of you, but I didn't actually start becoming consistently profitable until 2001. So I spent four years banging my head against the wall. And this is what I learned. And I think that this will shortcut your, your um, journey significantly if you take some notes on this slide. And again, this is not just talking about my stuff. This is anybody's stuff. So if you are interested in following somebody else's you know, day trading program or any of the stuff that I'm not interested in. These rules are global, right? Here we go. Number one, stop chasing shiny objects, right? I want you to settle on one type of investing and just learn it well. And again, make sure it fits your lifestyle. Don't delve into something that you can't do for like the next 10, 15 years because you find out that wasn't a match, right? So that's number one. Number two, Hire a mentor who is currently, not in the past, currently doing what you want to be doing and especially knows how to teach. I have hired so many trading coaches that are amazing, but they don't know how to convey the information. So make sure you you, you work with somebody like that. It's called, in, in the, the learning world, it's called guided discovery versus doing it by trial and error. Guided discovery will get you there much faster and it's just as effective as trial and error. Okay, join an investment group. In other words, look over each other's shoulders, right? Leverage with pride. Now, it's it, it, some people get an allergic reaction because all through school, we were taught not to cheat. But the last job I had that I quit in 2005 was with a company called Hewlett Packard. And one of the things we used to do was we used to buy Canon printers, take them all apart, figure out how they worked, and then... We would incrementally make one aspect better and call it an HP printer, right? That's called leveraging with pride. And guess what? It happens in the business world all the time. And the fact that we don't teach kids how to leverage with pride, and in fact, we chastise them is, I think, one of the biggest sins because I think we should definitely um, go forward, right, uh, with educating them the way that they're going to need to live for the rest of their life. But anyway, join an investment group. And then look over other people's shoulders, see what they're doing and see if it's something you want to do as well and let them look over your shoulder. And finally, surround yourself with like-minded investors, right? Because there's a lot of folks, there was a lot of folks in my life who was like, you want to be, you want to just manage your portfolio for the rest of your life? That doesn't make sense. That's, you're going to go bust. Well, I never went bust. In fact, I'm, I'm well off, right? And so Make sure you surround yourself with people who will celebrate your wins and also give you motivation when you have those losses, okay? That's my my uh, four shortcuts to becoming a successful investor, okay? Last but not least, I always like to tell people about my foundation that I started in 2003. 
So I take historically underserved inner city kids. I started with nine uh, in a part of Denver outside. Uh, it's called Aurora, not the nicest place. And I taught them how to do this. And we were stuck in 2003 at the public library. And it was interesting. They only had DSL connections and they limited us to a half an hour a day. The point is, is I spent six months with these folks and I even gave each one of them $2,000 of my own money. I thought I was going to write it off, like they were going to lose it. They all paid me back. One of them is actually a professor now at Denver University. They've all gone off to be you know, successful. And we've been doing this program every year. We did take a break during the pandemic, but we launched it again this past year, graduating over 100 inner city Chicago kids from our program. So this is where all the profits from my education company go, right, into this foundation. I live off of my portfolio um, returns, but we started this education company, my coaches and I, so that we could then uh, teach these underserved kids uh, and let our names proliferate on after we're not around anymore. That's kind of uh, the story there. The key is, is if we can work with somebody who wants to do this for six months, only being access to a computer half an hour a day, we probably can work with folks that are a little bit better off than that, right? I mean, that was like that's like the worst case scenario. Okay, get back to the, the topic at hand. How do we sell premium? Well, we're going to fo focus on four simple transactions. Now, a lot of people get so focused on one of the transactions, which is writing covered calls. But I want to make sure you know, especially for this 2024, that you should wrap your head around writing covered puts. This is flipping the covered call upside down. This is different than selling naked puts or sell that's also called selling cash secured puts. That's also a good strategy. But this is writing covered puts. If you're not familiar or not doing this, you should get your head around this. Writing covered calls against leaps. This is what I call supercharged covered call writing. Academics out there will call this the bull call diagonal debit spread or legging into a bull call diagonal debit spread. And then writing covered puts against leaps. This is supercharged covered put writing, bare put diagonal debit spreads for you academics out there. Now, I want you to write down these four names, and then I want you to put like a mark next to covered calls, the bull call diagonal debit spreads, and the bear put diagonal debit spreads, because these can be done in a cash account. A lot of my program participants are doing these in their retirement accounts, and retirement accounts are not margin accounts, right? This guy over here, the covered puts, that requires you to have a margin account because the initial covering position to allow you to leg into the is a margin. So you, I just wanted you to know that there's three that are for cash accounts, one that's going to require a margin. Doing it in your retirement account is actually brilliant because then you know you could either defer or get the gains tax-free. So a lot of you are saying, hey, AJ, you keep throwing around this word option premium. It's equal to two components. Whenever you look up a price, right? the option price uh, on the CBOE board, or now options are traded on the NASDAQ and a few other exchanges, realize that there's two components in that price. There's this thing called the in-the-money value. Academics will call it the intrinsic value. And then there's this thing called the premium value or extrinsic value. So there's always those two pieces. You know, if it, the option is not in the money, then the in-the-money or intrinsic value is zero. But there's always these two pieces in there, right? 
So let me give you an example of a pretty simple trade. Now, I used yesterday's end of day prices when I put together this slide set. And I was looking at a stock called Lyft. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Uber and Lyft, but these are the ride share companies. Um, Lyft was trading or closed at $11.26 yesterday. So you buy some Lyft, $11.26. Then you sell back. The Lyft December 15. So this thing's going to you know, expire in about a half a month from now. Not a full month, but a half a month from now. And you do the 11.50 call. So you're going to get that 49 cents back, right? And so that's going to reduce basically the amount that you paid for Lyft, right? You get kind of an instant discount. We call it an instant dividend. And you see here, I'm saying an instant dividend, $49. That's because options are sold in lots of 100 option shares, right? So every time you do these, you got to do them in lots of 100, and they're called option contracts. And so we get $49 back for every contract we sell. And that $49 that we get back, that contract that we sell acts like an, a coupon. You know how stores give you coupons with an expiration date? And if you don't use them by the expiration date, well, the store actually wins out, right? They never have to cash in on that coupon. Well, that's the same thing here. It acts like an expiring coupon, right? So let's run through some scenarios on this simple covered call strategy. Number one, what happens if Lyft closes above that $11.50 on its expiration date of December 15th? Well, first of all, you paid $11.26. You're going to get exercised. It means that somebody's going to take your stock from you, but they're going to give you $11.50. So for each share, you're going to make $0.24 cents of profit. Plus, you made that $0.49 cents of profit up front, and so you're going to get a total per share profit of $0.73 cents or 6.8% ROI. That's not bad at all. But here's an example of what we try to do in our program. What if it's flat? So we look for boring stocks that goes sideways choppy. Most people trade either up or down. I look for these boring ass stocks that are just going sideways, right? And so you pay $11.26, you get the 49 cents kind of instant rebate, instant dividend, and then you get to keep it because it expires worthless. You made 4.5% ROI so far, and now you're gonna do it again and again and again. And that's what I like to do. I like to hold these things for like, five, six, seven months and keep selling the premium every month and creating kind of an income stream on it. Now, what about in this covered call example, what if Lyft drops by December 15th? Now, I am going to show you in about seven minutes, I'm going to show you uh, a, a, another way uh, to reduce the risk on return even further. But I want you to know that built into Lyft is this profit buffer, right? Because we got that 49 cent rebate, that discount, and that profit buffer means that we're still in the black. Lyft would have to drop all the way down to $10.77 a share before we start to get into the red. So even built into this strategy, there's a profit buffer. Now, again, I'm going to show you even more how we hedge our risk even further, but that's kind of cool, right? So let me show you. I, I want to break away from the slide set really quick. I want to show you there was a period of time where people were saying, hey, this covered call strategy just doesn't work. And that was, you know, back in the beginning of October. And I'll tell you, it absolutely did work. This is a symbol called SLV. This is the TF on silver, right? And we bought 500 shares. Now, you'll notice one thing that's a little different than 
the uh, example I did on Lyft, and that is I legged into this position, meaning I bought some silver, right, SLV, 500 shares, $20 a share. You'll notice that when I factor in uh, my commissions, I wound up you know, being out of pocket, $20 and a penny. And then um, about a week later, I sold my premium. I got 24 cents for every option share, five contracts or 500 option shares worth. So you can see it reduced my break-even price to 1977. And then on October 20th, silver was trading above that level. And so I got exercised out at that $21 strike price. I wound up walking away with 6.1%, not bad. Now, again, that's an example of one that got exercised, but our goal, and I'll show you in a second, some other trades we do that last months after months, but there's a simple example, right? Same thing as what we showed, but that's a real world example that me and my program participate. All right, so let me stop here and see who is paying attention. What does investing by selling premium create for us? Does it create an instant dividend, a discount on a security, a profit buffer, an expiring coupon? And remember at the top, it says answer all that apply. I think people are seeing it here. Yeah, 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 everybody's got it. You guys, you can't be tricked, can you? It's all of them. I said all of those. All right. Now I'm going to start getting even more difficult because now I'm going to start asking you the questions before I uh, explain it. How can we lower our investment, increase our returns, and even convert a margin trade into a cash trade? What do you think? Should we sell farther out in time options? Should we replace the security, our initial covering position, with options trading at parity? Should we just give up, start buying some mutual funds, bonds? Bonds are all of a sudden paying. I haven't seen bonds pay in 15 years. Or is what I'm talking about not even possible? What do you think? Now, I warn you, there's this thing, and I'm just going to draw it really quick. For those of you that are familiar with options, this is called the theta decay curve. And so as you can imagine, what I'm showing here is months and how much additional returns you get for holding the option longer or not holding it, but uh, being um, held. Um, when you sell an option, you're obligated to be able to perform on it. So there's a risk involved with having sold an option. And so the point is, is when you get past about, and you might want to write this down, when you get past about three to five weeks to expiration, the amount of additional returns you can get versus the additional risk you take on for holding it longer, holding risks, it's not worth it anymore. So we call near-term options three to five week. And that actually takes this one out. I saw a lot of people say we should just sell farther out in time option. Actually, you don't want to do that, right? And you might want to write that down. That's a kind of a rookie mistake. People who aren't as familiar with options might say, oh, I'll just go out to January instead of December. The benefits don't outweigh the risk. Instead, what we want to do is replace this security with an option trading at parity. What? What are these options trading at parity? Well, we've been talking about option premium, and I think you've noticed that the option I sell is the one that's closest to the stock price or the ETF price at the time I sell it, right? Options at the money. But if we can go very deep in the money, write that down, the option actually winds up having a different composition. It's got less premium, and we target less than 5% of its composition being premium. And it's almost all completely intrinsic. Now, 
again, I hit you with the word salad. Let's distill it down. Deep in the money options behave exactly like the underlying security, almost dollar for dollar. So if the stock goes up a dollar, so do these back month deep in the money far out in time options go up a dollar, but they do it at a cheaper price. We're incorporating a little bit of leverage. Now you might say, okay, I'll substitute these options with deep in the money or these stocks with deep in the money options, but how we're now incorporating an expiration date. How far out in time should these things expire? And this is from a statistical analysis. Most of the investments that I've seen over the years that myself and my program participants have been in, there's a bell curve at about five months. They last uh, on average about five months. Now, it's a pretty flat bell curve. I've seen a lot of them go at two, three, four months, five, six, seven. Eight months seems to be where the main cutoff is. Not many positions last past eight months. So we buy back, we buy our back month options far out in time. And the magic number is at least eight months out. Write that down, at least eight months out. So if you're going to substitute your stock with an option, at least eight months out. And I typically go even further and I use the leaps, right? Because the leaps have liquidity. Right. And sometimes when you have bigger portfolios, you need to make sure that there's liquidity happening so you can buy and sell when you. Need. All right. So let's run through that same lift example. So remember, we were talking about lift closing yesterday at $11.26. We could substitute that lift stock with a lift July 19, 2024, $4 call. So instead of spending $11.26, we're only going to spend $7.53, a little bit over half, right? This particular option that I selected is only 3.5% extrinsic value. It's mostly in the money value. It's going to act just about dollar for dollar with the stock. So let's run through the example again. Same example, but this time we're buying this lift option, and then we're selling that near-term at-the-money premium option for $11.50. We're going to get that instant dividend for $49 per option contract sold. And now let's run through the scenario. Back again, what happens if Lyft goes up above $11.50? So we spent $7.53 on this option. Now, in the case of this diagonal spread, when you get exercised, it's the difference between the strike prices. So if the near-term one was $11.50 and the back-month one was $4, you're going to get $7.50. So in this case... We actually wound up with a three cent loss. But don't forget, we got a 49 cent credit per uh, share for selling that front month option, which results in a 47 cent per share gain, or when you do the, the math, 6.6% ROI. Not bad. But now here's the more desirable case. What if we buy this thing and it goes sideways? We get to keep that 49 cents because the option expires worthless. We made 7% ROI so far on our investment, and we're going to do it again and again and again. And of course, built into this strategy as well is that profit buffer. In other words, that back month option would have to drop all the way to $7.04 per share in order for us to get into the red. There's that built-in zone of $0.49. Cents. So actually, before I show you that, I want to show you, I have an example of one of these simple trades too. That was... Theoretical, I always like to show. This is AT&T. So let's see, what did we do? Again, everybody said during this period of the end of September, beginning of October was impossible to make some money on trading and a lot of people lost. But check this out. We bought 20 contracts 
of this June 2024 $10 call. They were going for $4.50 a share. Then we sold, and again, I legged in. That's the key here. I legged into this position. About 11 days later, I sold my premium for $0.47, cents, and then I got exercised. And so the difference between the two strike prices is $5, right? I sold 10, I sold 15. So that's why they call it a diagonal spread. Spread means the difference between prices. I got the $5 and ta-da, I wound up with 21.1% ROI. I love that. And that's incorporating a nice chunk of leverage. All right, let's keep going here. If you earn 6% on your money, remember this? then your investment will more than double every year. We actually, and the people who are in my hand-holding coaching program, we actually watch their portfolios because we have this guarantee where we say they'll make their money back. Otherwise, we'll keep coaching them until they do. So we make sure they make their money back because we don't want to keep coaching them until they do. We make sure they do it during their program. And so they're making, uh, we're making double-digit returns. So we aim for the moon. And then it, we, we go for the stars, right? So we aim on 6%, but if you're making 11% every month, that's great. All right, last bit of the puzzle. How can we drastically reduce our risk on return? What do you guys think? Oops, shit. Sell half as much option premium. Should we sell out-in-time options? Should we collar the investment by marrying a protective option? Or is what I'm talking about not even possible? Let's collar the investment. So I'm not even going to go through. I'm going to show you a real example. This is one of my favorite because this one, remember I said most trades don't last past eight months. This one lasted 14 months for me. Rare. It's pretty much the only one. And it was during a period of time when, <clears throat> you know, there there wasn't good things happening. There was this run up in the S&P, but volatility was all over. Anyway, let me take you through this example. This is Pan American Silver. I bought shares for $34.73. I bought 600 shares. And then a couple days later, so you see this is August 26th, September 1, about four or five days later, I sold my premium for $1.76. And then I turned around and I bought a protective option. Now write this down. I go about three to six months out. And I pick a strike price down near my break-even price, okay? So I was using the $34 put, and it was about three months out, and I paid $4.75 for this. Now, this is a little bit different, why my strategy is a little bit different than other folks. So that's my hedge, and it protects me, right? Anything below $34, and this protective put will take care of the risk, right? Once I get below $34, this put starts appreciating at the same rate that the other position goes down. In other words, stopping the risk right there at $34. So fast forward, the option expires worthless. That means I get to keep this $1.76 and I don't have to worry about any sort of exercising. I don't need that protective option anymore because now I don't have premium sold. And so I look for an opportunity to sell it back and it just so happens not only, and this is again, where it's slightly different what I do than a lot of people, because of my timing of how I buy these protective options only when I need them, most people, when they buy protective options, it's a cost to the overall economics of their position. But you'll notice here, I bought the protective option and I had it from September 1st until September 24th. That was the period that it was protecting my position. But when I didn't need any more, I sold it back at a profit. In other words, not only did I make $1.76 on the premium trade, 
but it looks like I made a dollar fifteen additionally, like frosting on the cupcake from rolling out the protective option. And guess what? Uh, a few days later, six days later, I did it all over again. I sold premium a dollar forty seven. I bought the protective option for three dollars and one. I do that on the same day. So when I sit down at the computer to do that, I did that on October first. On October sixteenth, that's expiration day. I got to keep the premium. And then I sold back the protective option and I made another 61 cents. So on that round, I made $1.47 for selling the premium and I made another 61 cents. So now I'm generating two sources of income every cycle instead of one, right? So I took this thing, this protective option that usually is a cost to most investors, right? They hedge and then they're like, that's just a sunk cost. And I've turned it into a profit center. I like to pat myself on the back. The other thing I want you to notice is look over here at the cost basis and look at that. I'm protecting my positions with these $34 puts. How fast was my break-even price below $34? What does that mean? Think about that. You've got this insurance policy that protects you from $34, but your break-even price very quickly is less than $34. What does that mean? Think about it. Here's this same trade right, that I just featured. That's the break-even price. The average time I told you was about five months. So at five months, if you hold the position that long and you're just selling premium, the return when it's exercised is 65%. But if you get stopped out, the return is still 50% because you've collected all those premiums and all that money from rolling out the protective options up to that point. So the position could actually go against you and you're okay with it because 50%, 65%. See, when you profit on time passing by, it doesn't matter if the trade goes against you, if it's a winner or a loser, because time worked in your benefit, right? 50, 55, I'll take either one. This little line that I just drew down here between one and two months, that's where that uh, break-even price dips below the protective option. In other words, the trade becomes risk-free at that point. So you have to get past the first cycle, right? Get past the first month or two. And then the position is just whether it gets stopped out or whether it gets exercised, you're guaranteed a profit. I love it. All right. What do we have when our cost basis, our break-even price is less than our protective bailout price? Is it a risk-free investment, a losing trade, too much complexity, or is this a crack pipe dream? A lot of people are kicking in. Some people are saying too much complexity. This might not be right for you if it's too much complexity. But yes, very quickly, these positions turn into risk-free, and I love that. All right, so let's do a review, and then I'll get out of your hair. Number one, buy or short an underlying security, or even better, buy a substitute option trading at parity. Oops, I'm going the wrong way. Sell a near-term at-the-money option for its premium value. Get an instant dividend, a profit buffer, and collar with a married option that is three to six months and out in, out in expiration to protect your investment. Three steps. And we talked a lot about timing. I was emphasizing that. We like these sideways choppy stocks. By the way, take a look at that lift stock. It's an interesting one. Um, when you're doing a covered call like we featured today or that covered call on steroids, you buy it at a bottom. And then you sell the premium at the top and put the protection on at the top. And then it expires when the option expires. And then you sell back the premium and then you rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Now, I didn't get to cover covered puts. 
That's a whole, it's just the strategy in reverse. The timing is just the opposite. In other words, you take care of the initial covering position when you're at a top, you sell the put premium and you buy the protective call at the bottom. The put premium expires worthless and you go ahead and roll out the protective call at the top, rinse and repeat, rinse. And... So it just depends on where you're starting in the sideways channel. And by the way, again, we didn't get a, a good chance to really wrap our heads around covered puts and the bull put diagonal debit spreads, but please do that uh, because that strategy is going to be very valuable for you in 2024. All right. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my stuff and then I'm out of your hair. How would you like to never miss a pick, minimize the amount of time you spend away from your loved ones? I have a two-year-old toddler. I know I'm 50 years old and I have a two-year-old toddler. What was I thinking? I mean, I'm putting, I'm changing her diapers in time for her to change my diapers, I guess. Um, have support whenever you need it, right? Because that's what it's all about. It's about saving time, right? creating clarity and getting results. So would it be okay if I just take a couple of moments to tell you a little bit about my materials, my training and my tools to see if it might be a right fit for you? I got a couple of whys, so I'm gonna go forward here. It's for people who don't wanna pay for multiple data subscriptions, want everything they need in one place, don't wanna miss any opportunities, wanna spend more time doing other things, don't wanna do this alone, want some step-by-step -step instructions. Really summarized, it's people who want consistent and reliable results, even for just a portion of their portfolio, right? You can be active traders on a smaller portion, and then this could be running in simultaneously. I'm going to bypass this because I'm looking at the time. I want to make sure I can answer some of your questions, but this is just a really good testimonial for somebody. Uh, this was a teacher. Uh, she got cancer, um, recovered but couldn't go back to working. So she took up uh, selling premium and that's all she does now. It's awesome. So we got some video tutorials that are built into our web portal that teaches you how to do the basics. Then we have these monthly live classes and we have all their replays going all the way back to 2010. We have a bunch of screeners, right? So you're probably wondering, where do I find these symbols? Look, I've got a beta picks, beta picks, workshop picks. I've even got uh, the main screener, the premium selling screener. I'm showing you the inside of our web portal once you get access to our web portal. So we've got screeners that help us find the candidates we're interesting. We got these planning tools, right? Um, we're looking to make it web-based, but right now we hand you this cool macro uh, spreadsheet that helps you plan out. You just fill out the, the uh, questionnaire and it tells you how many shares and what your portfolio, you, you enter in your risk appetite and you enter in your portfolio size and it does all the math for you so you don't make mistakes. We do a weekly live workshop. So every Thursday, this will be tomorrow, we actually take a workshop where everybody comes in. It's interactive. We pick a candidate that's like really delicious looking and we plan out that trade for everybody. And then we publish the plan so people can follow it the next week. And we have this thing called trade review. So <clears throat> you send up, send your plan to us, send what you th you're about to do. We review it, get it back to you so that before you actually put your money or even if you're paper trading, before you do this thing, you've had our eyes on it, right? So what's that all worth to you? Well, I'm going to add a little bit. I want you to do this with me and 
I want you to do it for me with the same amount of time my uh, underserved kids do it with me for six months. Now, I don't think it's going to take you six months to wrap your head around it. I think it'll take maybe two or three weeks. But I want to be there. I want you to come to my workshops and get all these candidates, see how we interactively plan these things out over and over. Repetition is king. And I want to be there to review your trades for six months, right? If after the six-month program, you aren't showing a profit in your portfolio, I'm going to give back the amount you paid times two. And, and that's how confident I am that anybody can pick this up. Also, I'm going to give you a strategy session. I told you about my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm going to give you one strategy session with my coach. They're going to talk to you about where you are right now and where you want to be. And they've all been there. They'll help you plot a path to navigate from point A to point B. So that, that way you're not like me. You don't take four years to get there. You take more like a couple of weeks. So now we add that in the double your money back guarantee. What is this all worth to you is the big question, right? Well, the price on the website, if you go to the website is $597. That's a flat fee. You're not going to get charged. By the way, we also have some new indicators for your different trading platforms that help make this trading really easy. Just give you those as part of this program. Flat fee, six months of access, no other charges. At the end of the six months, there's not going to be a subscription or anything like that. And for being part of the Synergy Trader event all the way through this Friday, so you, you know, this is two more days. If you think about it and you come back, <clears throat> we're going to take 100 bucks off. So we're dropping the price just for you guys because we like David and David K so much. We're going to drop the price to $497. Here's what you got to do. You got to go to optioninvesting.org forward slash synergy. In fact, I have this up. I always like to check that my team did it right. So here's optioninvesting.org forward slash synergy. And what you want to do is over where it says promo code. This is how you get the $100 off. You type in, what do you type in? Uh, D 100 capital D capital I capital S capital C. I think I keep, I think that is short for discount capital D capital I capital S capital C hit apply cross your fingers. Yes. It reduced the price to 497. I hope some of you who decide this is a fit and you like the way that I teach and I talk, want to join us for six months and get this under your belt, make this part of your, um, uh, tool chest. And otherwise, if you're having any problems with the order form, you can give me a call at 970-266-8146. And I'm at the end of my time. I saw a lot of dialogue in the chat, but I, I don't want to waste any time because I know there's a speaker right after me. So if you have any sort of questions that you'd like to follow up on with me, you can either email me at aj at tradingtrainer.com or just give me a call. Thanks, David. I really enjoy my time here. Thanks for giving me the hour.